0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions uh, are answered. In the last few episodes, well, in the last episode and the next few episodes coming up, we'll be focusing on a few different topics um, that I am thinking of, but usually this is how it works. Usually, I am answering questions that are sent in by listeners just like you. So questions about fat loss, muscle building, improving mobility, creating healthier habits, whatever it might be listeners like you send in those questions. So if you have a question that you want to send in, you can do so on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. If you go to my story on Sundays, you'll see a question box that says, ask me a question. That question is where you can submit or that box, excuse me, is where you can submit as many health, fitness and nutrition questions as you would like. And then I'll take a few of those questions and answer them here uh, on the show. But for now, for the next few episodes, we're just going to be talking about some different subjects uh, that I feel like would be beneficial, mostly because we haven't talked about them uh, in quite some time. So today, what I wanted to discuss... Uh, is how to be more consistent with hitting your macronutrient goals. So a lot of you, if you have some sort of goal in mind, you might be tracking your calorie intake, you might be tracking your macronutrient intake, just to make sure that you're where you need to be for the goal that you have uh, in mind. You might be new to tracking food intake, you might be you know, an intermediate or an advanced person, uh, you just need some more tips and, and more ideas on how to be more consistent with your intake because after all, consistency is king. You can do something that's really, really good for you. Uh, but if you do it inconsistently, it probably isn't going to matter much. So being more consistent with your macronutrient intake, how to hit your macros, that is what we're going to be discussing uh, today. If you want more information on macronutrients, nutrition, fitness, exercise, fat loss, muscle building, we have plenty of free guides that you can download. Those are available for free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com free. So uh, I wanted to use a few different stepping stones to to try to help you guys be more consistent with your macronutrient intake. Now, now keep in mind, tracking your macronutrients, tracking your calories is by no means necessary to lose body fat, build muscle, or reach any goal that you have. Uh, But just look at tracking macronutrients, tracking your calories like doing a budget. It's just going to give you a better idea of what you're consuming uh, and give you a better idea of what you may need to fix in order to get to the goals that you have uh, in mind. Okay, so keep, keep that in mind, by no means am I saying you absolutely have to track your food intake to be healthier, to lose body fat, to build muscle, to reach your goals. It's just a tool that you can utilize, uh, and there are some things that you can uh, implement within that tool to be more consistent. So the first thing that I want to discuss is just start starting simple, okay? So the first stepping stone is just going to be setting a protein goal, uh, and then you can add a calorie range to that. Uh, If you feel like it, okay, so setting a protein goal, I usually start with with uh, my clients one because protein is uh, usually the most under consumed nutrient for the goals that they have in mind. And two, because it it plays a very important role in the goals that they have in mind. I guess there's a third reason as well. And that's because protein is a lot harder to come across than carbohydrates and fat. Carbohydrates and fat exist in almost every single food uh, that we eat, but protein is a lot harder to come across. So tackling that one first usually makes the, the rest of it much, much, much easier. So with my clients, what we'll typically do, now remember it just varies from person to person, but we'll set a protein goal in a calorie range. So what I'll say is like, hey, I need you to get 100 grams of protein a day and, you know, be between 1,800 and 2,000 calories. Okay, so that's what I would say to the client. Once they become consistent with that, then it's time to move on from there. But during that time, I would recommend working on things like obviously getting more protein, in, but figuring out what you need to do to get more protein. Maybe that looks like, you're meal prepping more often. Maybe that looks like you're looking for foods that you usually eat, but alternatives that have more protein. So maybe you're a big yogurt fan and you like Yopla yogurt or the traditional sugary yogurts uh, and you need to find a way to get more protein. Maybe you have plain Greek yogurt and you use real fruit instead and put honey on top of that. Maybe, um, let's see, let I'll think of an example. Maybe you have eggs regularly in the morning. So you just add some extra egg whites to that. Finding ways to just add a little bit more protein to the things that you're already consuming is going to add up a ton and be a very, very, very big help. But one of the biggest things that you can do is just sit down, think about all the different foods you enjoy, think about different ways you can plan it, and think about how many meals and snacks that you'll need to have in the day for you to realistically hit your protein goal. Uh, if If you fail to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So preparation is going to be really, really big with this, and not just protein, but the rest of the macronutrients as well. Uh, So again, you've got your protein goal and then a calorie range. Usually when you're consistent with this and it's kind of becoming automatic, you don't need to think about hitting that protein goal too much. Then we move on to the next one. The next one would be, you know, a protein goal with exact calories. For example, hey, I want you to hit uh, 100 grams of protein and get 1950 calories in the reason we go from a range to an exact amount of calories. Like before we did 1800 to 2000. And now we're saying. 1950. Uh, Keep in mind too, I'm I'm not, I'm using these examples, these amounts, uh, just as examples. This is not how much you specifically should be eating. So don't think that I'm telling you specifically to eat 1950 calories. Okay. I'm just using this as an example to illustrate my point. Okay. So we have the individual go from, or go from a range of 1800 to 2000 to 1950. The reason the exact mark is gonna help a little bit more is because one later on, they're gonna have more of an exact range uh, or an exact number to hit calorie wise. But we also have to remember that macronutrients, proteins, carbs, and fats contain uh, calories. So if they're hitting their protein goal, their macronutrient, what's left is going to be carbohydrates and fat. They're gonna make up the rest of the 1,950 calories after you take out or consider uh, the protein, okay? Now, they haven't been instructed to to reach an exact amount of carbohydrates and exact amount of fats yet, Uh, but if all they have is what's left of 1950 after the 100 grams of protein has been taken out, they're likely gonna more consistently hit an exact carbohydrate uh, and fat number without even thinking about it. Will some days there be more carbohydrates and less fat or more fat and less carbs? Yeah, absolutely. But they're probably gonna self-regulate themselves into a range that they don't even know that they're already doing. Okay, so after that one, then we would work on begin hitting exact amount of protein, carbs, and fat every single day. For example, 100 grams of protein, let's say maybe 220 grams of carbs and 60 grams of fat. Just again, this is not I'm saying what you should eat. This is just an example. I'm just using numbers off the top of my head to to talk about this example, okay? So then you have uh, that goal. In order to hit that goal, you're going to have to be more diligent. The protein already exists, okay? The protein already exists and you're already consuming carbohydrates and you're already consuming fat. So all you have to do now is just think about how to adjust the carbohydrate and fat dense foods a little bit in order to get that macronutrient amount, okay? So let's say you're, you know, let's say your three meals, you have uh, eggs in the morning with some oatmeal and for lunch, you have a salad with some chicken breast and for dinner, you have a steak with some potatoes uh, and some veggies and some olive oil, stuff like that. What you would need to adjust, and I'm not saying you eat that every single day, I'm just giving an example, but what you would need to adjust is just the quantities um, of the foods that contain the carbohydrates and the fats in those three meals. And you can just make a tiny little tweak and boom, you're there. And as you get more advanced, as you get used to it, as it becomes more of a habit, then you can definitely do a better job of making those tweaks with new foods that you introduce and reaching those goals without thinking about it too much, okay? Um, So... That would be the, the the final stage, I would say. And then, you know, it gets more advanced with calorie cycling, carbohydrate cycling. One day you're at one intake, one day you're at the next intake, and you're never going to get absolutely perfect with it. You're never going to be perfect. The whole point and the whole goal is just to get as close as you can as consistently as possible. It would be much better to be uh, getting consistently close, you know, 80% of the time than to be spot on, uh, you know, two days out of two days out of seven. So uh, it's way better to be uh, 80% consistent consistently than 100% consistent inconsistently. I like to use that quote all the time because it's so freaking true. So that's what you can do. But I want to leave you with one tip, not only just giving giving you the stepping stones to get from one place to the next, from beginner to a little bit more advanced, but I also want to leave you with a tip. When you're tracking your food intake and um, you're trying to figure out how many nutrients you need from the certain foods to reach your goals... One of the things that's gonna, there are two things that are gonna help the most. One is going to be uh, tracking your food before you eat it. So you've you've weighed it out, you've measured it out, you've put it on the plate, you've heated it up, whatever it is, uh, put it in my Fitness Pal before you eat it. Because if something is off, if something is off, and let's say. Uh, Oh, actually that much steak is going to take me over my fat goal. Um, So let me, so let me take a little bit away. That'll give you an opportunity to make an adjustment before you've already eaten it. You know, whereas if you just ate the food and then plugged it in, then you would be like, shoot, that took me over and there's nothing I can do about it now. Um, You don't want to get to that place. Okay. It'd be much better to just weigh it out, measure it out first, enter it in and then see where that puts you. Okay. Now, obviously for meals that are earlier in the day, that's not going to be quite the case like breakfast because Uh, I'm imagining that would be pretty difficult for you to go all the way over all of your goals uh, for the entire day in just one meal, unless you're eating a really, really trashy meal. And then the next thing after that is just going to be, as you get later and later into the day, seeing where you're at with your macronutrients and your calories before you make the meal. So it might vary day to day. It probably will, unless you're doing the same exact thing every single day, which I don't recommend because that doesn't sound fun at all. Uh, but one thing that I recommend is just seeing where you're at. Oh, okay. I, I last, I last time I thought I checked, I needed 40 grams of protein, but I guess, you know, I only need 20, so I'm going to adjust my food this way or, you know, oh, wow. I'm glad I checked because I'm actually only 20 grams under my carbohydrate goal. I thought I was 80 grams under, uh, I'm glad I checked that. So just kind of check along the way. And as you do that, you'll get to learn more about the food that you're consuming and you'll be able to bar ballpark these things a lot better with being without being so diligent. Um, about checking uh the 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 fitness tracker like my fitness pal fat secret the lose it app whatever you're using. And the one thing I want to leave you with as you can kind of see and gather by all of this tracking information is it can be very easy um to get obsessed, to get uh neurotic and get worried about this stuff. Um it's not tracking food in and of itself that leads to eating disorders or disordered eating. It is the poor relationship with food. And then tracking food and not understanding that it's simply a tool that leads to a poor relationship with food and, um, or sorry, eating disorders and disordered eating. Okay. So that's one thing you have to keep in mind. Tracking your food intake in and of itself isn't going to cause uh, a disordered eating, a bad relationship with food and tracking it and being neurotic can cause it. So you want to make sure that you have a good relationship with food. You want to make sure that you mentally dissociate um, your identity and your success from meeting your macronutrient goals. It's just a tool to simply let you know what you're doing and give you feedback on what you're doing. You know, if you're running a budget and uh, you, let's say you spent a little bit more than you wanted to, it doesn't mean that you're extremely poor with your money and you're broke and you're horrible financially. It just means, oh, well, I, shoot, I spent a little bit too much money last month. Let's make an adjustment this month so I'm better. It is simply a tool to give you feedback on what you're doing so you can better educate and inform yourself on what you need to do moving forward. So make sure mentally you're just looking at it as a tool and nothing more. It doesn't dictate who you are. It doesn't dictate your overall success. It is simply a measurement, a tool, a marker to help you to help give you feedback on where you're at. All right. So keep that in mind, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, you know, someone that needs to listen to this, please share it with them. Let them know that this is where they can go. This is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness and uh, nutrition questions answered. And again, if you want more free content, you can download any of our free guides at PullmanFitness.com free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com free.